Yeah, eat, sleep, fantasy, you rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs, better follow the conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming, eat nation, we doing what we like. Tune in every week, guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Yeah, Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast, also known as the Cows of Fantasy Football Podcast, because move over, other guys. Bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. My name is Christian Brito. Joining me as always is Mr. Dale DeMott. What's up, Dale? Uh, I'm almost ashamed to be part of this episode already. Yeah, shut up. You lost the other episode. I'm not even fucking happy with you well, yet. I didn't introduce you the way I introduced you yesterday. Did you yes, notice I that? Yes, I do. Because um, you usually say like talented or something like that. Uh, welcome, everybody. Episode 213 of Eat Sleep Fantasy. Nope. 215. <laughs> Except John lost one recording. And then so I re-recorded with Dale. Dale lost that recording. Yeah. So <laughs> you guys haven't seen us in a week because we lost like three hours of content yeah yeah pretty much but the good thing is you guys can always go um all our episodes have dropped pretty much over the past like month i mean we're we've been talking about undervalued we've been doing mock drafts uh, talking about sleepers going through super flex mocks um i mean all kinds of crazy stuff standard listener league breakdowns uh, a ton of dynasty stuff so go through our feed if you haven't listened to us in lately this stuff isn't dated yet um, so you'd still check it out and get some fantasy goodness. Um, I do want to mention a lot of our listeners do their drafts mm-hmm. in Vegas or they're in Vegas for some reason or another. We will be in Las Vegas next week, uh, the 24th and 25th. If you're out there, you can join us. We're at Top Golf. Yeah, we're going to be at Top Golf at the Draft Party USA drafting event. If you're not familiar with that, just go to draftpartyusa.com and check that out. Uh, it's going to be a fun time, but even if not, uh, get in touch with us and maybe we'll hang out or something in, in Vegas. Yeah, tweet yeah. us at EatSleepFF. Make sure you're following us there. We'll be tweeting throughout the whole weekend. Mm-hmm. And, you know, always like we always do, it's either Dale or me when you're, you know, talking to that account. It's one of us, too. If it's a good opinion, it's mine. Sure. If it seems a little wonky, it's probably coming from mm-hmm. Dale. Unless. Uh, I think he'll agree with well, that. Well, that, but I am like a... Um, I don't know what you want to call me, but I give away stuff on Twitter all the time. And so, yeah, this yeah. Is true. so today I gave away Devonte Adams signed a mini helmet to a very deserving Packers fan. Um, so I felt good about that. Uh, he was happy about that. It's always good to give away stuff and people actually like, be excited about it. So, all right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, thanks today, by the way, that, on- that, uh, helmet was thanks to auction of champions, uh, at auctionofchampions.com. Some really cool stuff over there. We'll talk about that in a second. Today on this episode, we're going to be doing something a little fun that I, it was actually born out of me looking through the ADPs of players, then looking at my rankings, then looking at the expert rankings and trying to figure out, you know, who was a huge value, who varied wildly between one website and another 
And so we've created an episode exactly about this called the Expert Consensus Rankings versus ADP because I want to give you guys some insight, some potential ways to look at when there's huge differences between how we feel about a player and how the general audience feels about it. Well, hold on. Let's, let's so. break down what ECR and ADP means. So okay. ADP, explain exactly what ADP is. So ADP is the average draft position mm-hmm. of a player. So right now in most drafts, going first or second is Todd Gurley. So if in 10 drafts he goes first, second, first, 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 second, his average is going to be right around the first player overall. And so what ADPs do, whether you're on NFL or you're on Fantasy Pros or ESPN, they're going to have an ADP of where's the average, the mean of where that player is typically being drafted. So right now, the ADP first overall player is Todd Gurley, followed by Lev Bell and Ezekiel Elliott. That's where they're going in right, average draft position. Now that ECR... Very often, uh, very often that ADP is influenced by the rankings of that particular website. Sure. So yep. just want to make sure you guys are aware of that when you go to draft. And the expert consensus rankings on the other side is when a site, it, it could be a various sites, uh, pull together all their experts or, or a... Uh, a small sample size and make a consensus of those rankings. So it's more of a, of a ranking within experts, quote unquote experts to figure out. So maybe experts are a little lower on Todd Gurley than the general public that is drafting. So that's going to affect, and that's where you're going to get the difference between the ADP and the ECR, which we're going to explain and go through some players today. The ECR that we're using today um, comes from the lovely people over at Fantasy Pros. They use, um, when it's in season, about 150 to 200 rankers. Right now, available and up-to-date are 103 rankers, so that's what we're using, the 103 that are currently up-to-date with their ranks. And uh, who are the two best rankers, you think, on this site? Um, I would say top two would be uh, myself and John Paulson. From oh, that's messed up. That's... That's messed up because you know I'm an expert now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the club, man. Don't act like you don't know. I've been top 25 two years ago. I was row. 35 last year, so suck it. I mean, I was top 10 in my first year. I, we don't care about the first year. It's like, yep. okay. Beginner's luck, no. maybe? It's like that friend that always pulls out pictures of his like high school girlfriend and says how hot she was and... Is that you? (laughs) Well, my wife is my high school girlfriend. Oh, you said no. You fucked up. Well, I don't carry on pictures of my high school wife. (laughs) That didn't come out right. Okay. Wait, what? This is getting worse, Dale. Why do you have have a high school wife? (laughs) Let's move on. Slippery slope. (laughs) All right. So... Do you have any other housekeeping you want to do? Because if you do, I'm going to force you to play the drop. Uh, yeah, uh, really quick. Uh, don't forget. Oh, time up. Wait. Okay, here's a drop. All right. Uh, yeah, so really quick, we have a couple things. Don't forget to go on our website, eatsleepfantasy.com. Click, um, if you want to be part of Eat Nation, subscribe to Eat Nation. We have membership starting at $5 for the entire year, which gets you priority access to questions and answers, uh, bonus shows. You get in our private Facebook group. Um 
and you know sometimes I give away free stuff in that private group. So it's uh, I think it's worth the five bucks for the year. I mean for an entire year. So now until August of two thousand nineteen for five dollars. That's not bad. It's not five dollars a week. But then we also have other stuff. Um, you know platinum memberships that will guarantee you access into our listener league and stuff like that. So check it out if you're interested. Uh, really good content. Draft kit is up. Uh, I'll be updating that soon. So stay tuned. All right. So you're Let's ready to jump right in to this uh, ADP versus ECR deal? Ah, that is a very complicated episode name. <laughs> ADP versus consensus. That's is that good. good? That sounds better. That's yeah. clean. Hmm. All right. Let's start here. Basically, what I'm going to do is talk about players who have a big difference one way or another whether their ADP is much higher or much lower than how experts feel about them as we get deeper into our rankings and deeper into a draft obviously there's more variation between how people feel about particular players because at the top of the draft you know Lev Bell is almost a sure thing right Uh, but as you get farther uh, as you get further along in your uh, rankings, you know, you're not as sure about how uh, Nick Chubb's fantasy season might go, right? There's a large range of outcomes on him, so what the rankings might look like versus ADP might be wider. So yeah. let's let's start right at the top. Okay. okay. Numero. <laughs> See, you said that weird. I don't know why I just. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea why I just did that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Numero uno, and I, I switched over to yeah. Spanish. That's yeah, why I that did weird. it. First player we're going to talk about, Odell mm-hmm. Beckham. All yep. right. Uh, coming off of what I think is his one and only bad season, the experts has ranked him as the ninth player overall, but the general audience does not feel as good about him with his ADP currently not. being at 12. Yeah, I mean, and, and I'll right? tell you exactly why. Uh, just because he was injured last year, only played four games. It's, I mean, fantasy football, a lot of the times in this, in ADPs, it's what have you done for me lately? And last year, Odell right. Beckham only played four games and, uh, you know, racked up 300 total yards and three touchdowns. So uh, don't forget that the first three years that he was in the league, over 1,300 yards every single season, over 10 touchdowns every single season, uh, this guy is not going to stop. And, Eli Manning may have seemed a little out of sorts, maybe towards the downfall or end of his career, but as long as Odell Beckham is there, uh, he'll be passing to him. I mean, you're looking at a guy with, you know, 150 plus targets every year almost. So no need to worry. Uh, I agree with the expert consensus here. Yeah. I, he's a guy that's slowly been moving mm-hmm. up and up and up my rankings. Me too. Um, he's definitely inside my top 10. Mm-hmm. He is a guy that I have been targeting in a lot of drafts. I know Armando and some other players don't um, necessarily share my same feelings about Odell Beckham, but I have him as one of my top three wide receivers and one of my top 10 picks. I love the guy. We're talking about a guy, 91, 96, 101 reception in the first three years, 1,300, 1400, 1300 yards, 12 touchdowns, 13 touchdowns, 10 touchdowns. Big numbers. And it's okay if he misses a game of two. We've seen him play 12, 15, and 16 games in his first three seasons and still be uber elite, uber talented when he's on the field. Obviously hurt last year, 
He'll be back at full strength this year. He'll be a top three wide receiver again. And I got a stat that I got to throw out from from Mike Taglier that I saw that I think is sums up Odell Beckham perfectly. Sure. Okay. Odell Beckham in the 47 games that he's played has been a wide receiver one for 48.9. Let's round it up. 49% of those games. Half the time that he plays, he finishes that day as a wide receiver one. Yeah. It's okay. The next closest to that number in the last 15 years is Julio Jones at 40%. That's crazy. There's nobody that's even in his ballpark when it comes to actual fantasy production when he's on the field. So if he can stay healthy, he should be, you know, the number one receiver if he was playing 16 games, I think. But the worry is he screwed my fantasy team over last year. I don't think that's happening no. this year. And I think here, what do you agree with? The expert consensus? No, 100% the expert consensus here. He's uh, he's undervalued on the ADP. And so this is why I think this episode is going to help a lot of people because when they're drafting against people that are – when they're drafting against other teams that are going over the, say, ESPN or CBS or Yahoo um, list, Odell Beckham is going to be a little further down that list. So you're going to be able to get value – when people are skipping over him, when when he's a full go to be easily a top five wide receiver. The next player on our list here um, is Leonard mm. Fournette. I think this is a really interesting one here, Dale, because he's a guy that I can I can totally understand that there is varying opinions on Leonard Fournette. So in ADP, he's going as the ninth player overall. We've seen people pushing some of these running backs up and up and up. Ninth player overall in expert consensus, 13th. So you're looking at the difference between a middle round, middle to late first or a early-ish uh, second round pick between the ADP and the, and the expert consensus. Yeah. Who do you agree with here, Dale? Uh, I think he is being uh, – let, let me look at his numbers again. I'm sorry. Uh, the ADP yeah. has him higher than the experts. Yeah, I kind of agree with the ADP a little bit. I think he's going to be a very solid running back. I mean, don't forget, he only played 13 games last season and still finished 7th in rushing attempts and 8th in rushing yards. Okay. He played in 13 games and had 300 yeah. touches. Yeah, yeah. 304 total touches, touches. I mean, that's including receiving uh, receptions yeah. yeah 268 rushes 36 receptions um average less than four yards a carry but you know the 10 total touchdowns the uh, 1342 total yards in that uh, i could go either way here so you're saying you agree with he should be a top 10 pick i think so man i think so i i like him better than melvin gordon this year uh, I just they're going to feed him the ball. There's nobody, absolutely nobody, that he's going to compete with. I mean, he's a true bell cow when there's not very many this year. Um, so, yeah, almost averaging almost four yards a carry, he could do that. You know, he had nine touchdowns, nine rushing touchdowns last year. I think he can replicate that or better. Um, I mean, think he played 13 games and had nine touchdowns. Give him another three games, he's up in the you know possible 12 to 13 touchdowns. That's Okay. Am I allowed to give a wishy-washy answer and just say I, you know, kind of fall no, with because I can go I, with either way? That's what I was going to say, and I just went and picked one, so you have to pick one. I'm going to go with the experts yeah. here. 
Um, I think there are some better players get, available when I look at this it, draft. Give me a couple of players going before and a couple of players going after. A couple of players going before. So I'm going to give you an example. In ADP, um, Odell Beckham's going three picks later. I'd rather have okay, Odell. Okay, I agree with that. <clears throat> um, yeah, P- in ADP, PPR format especially. Standard? Mm, yeah. Standard, I would have to think about it. Uh, Kareem Hunt. I'd, I'd rather have Kareem Hunt. I think you and I would disagree, disagree. there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, who else is going right after him? So that's 10. Melvin Gordon. I'd probably rather have Melvin okay. Gordon. We're, so we're, we're a little different here. I respect it. Yeah. Yeah. But Melvin Gordon and Leonard Fournette are pretty much the same player to me. So I actually, I don't care if it comes to draft yeah. day and I see a couple sure. of those guys. Those guys are I don't, point I don't feel strong enough about either one to go one or right. the other. Yes, I agree with you there. Um, and then I'll give you okay. one more who's going right after him, Dalvin Cook. And I, right there, I'd rather have Fournette. Mm-hmm. So it's a, that's why it's a small enough difference where it's like, eh. But I do see why some people may love him or hate him. Uh, he's a guy that when push comes to shove, I'm probably drafting someone else just because I don't feel convinced by him, I guess is what I want Look, to say. I mean, it ends basically that Fournette... Hunt, Cook, Gordon, like it ends there. So if if you're right. gonna, which is why I keep taking a wide yeah, receiver right, there. Right. Like I find myself constantly when it comes to that Fournette, Hunt, Gordon taking Hopkins and Odell, like because that's who's going in that range, sure. right? So Hopkins ADP is eighth, Odell is twelfth. I keep finding myself saying, I can find a running back stud if i stock up on running backs in the third fourth fifth and sixth round i'd rather take these stud wide receivers because it's harder for me to find a stud wide receiver later in the draft i (laughs) i know i'm going against a lot of people saying that but i think this is one of those years where i'm going to be breaking the mold in look at the top of drafts look at the first 10 players drafted look at the first 12 players drafted there's two wide receivers in there. That's nuts yeah, to me. It is pretty crazy. But again, yeah. standard, I don't know. I, I, I don't hate it. Odell Beckham is one year removed from being like a one or two overall type sure. player. So why is he going right, 12? I got you. Why would you rather have fucking Leonard Fournette over right. him? You know, 3.9 yards of carry Leonard Fournette over here. I understand he's going to have 300 touches right. again. Yeah. But you're telling me Odell is not going to have yeah. no, 1,400 yards and double-digit I touchdowns? I get it. I, I don't okay. feel strong enough to All argue right. that. This next guy, Dale, that I got to talk about is someone who, man, I think the range of outcomes is pretty big on him, T.Y. Hilton. But that's because we've seen him with a an healthy Andrew Luck, and Andrew Luck, I think, is starting to finally look like himself again after a whole year removed from football ty hilton his expert consensus ranking is 25 going in the third round whereas adp is 31 just a little later how do you feel about ty hilton yeah i mean being the expert consensus around 25 is about where i think he should go right into the third round uh he's a wide receiver too but i just don't have a lot of confidence in him i mean who are the players drafting right before him or right after him can you do you have that list pulled up because I'm really curious. The wide receivers going right yes. ahead of him yeah. and behind him. Because right, so let's pull. I mean, up. I mean, every time I have not, I have not got, got him in 
pretty much any draft. So the the receivers going right after T. Y. Hilton right now because he's been he's been climbing yes, in ADP. Yeah. Well, the, the healthier um, Andrew Luck goes. Doug Baldwin, yeah. yeah. Doug Baldwin, Stefan Diggs, Adam yeah, Thielen. See, so uh, you know I'm high on Adam Thielen already. I do like that Vikings offense, which makes me like Stefan Diggs a little bit better. And I'm not—I don't love Doug Baldwin, but I've gotten him in leagues where T.Y. Hilton was available. So, uh, yeah, I, I think this is a pretty fair assessment of T.Y. Hilton. I mean, let's not forget last year he still had a, over 100 targets with, you know, lackluster play in QB. You know, luck wasn't there. It was Brissett. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, so, I mean, he still had over 100 targets, though, and over 50 catches. Almost 1,000 yards, but where he really struggled was the four touchdowns. He's never been a big touchdown guy anyways. I mean, the last couple seasons, he had five, six, and four touchdowns. So, he's never been that huge touchdown guy. But talking about, you know, still being able to get 1,100, 1,400 yards and only the five touchdowns or six touchdowns, uh, pretty impressive. He's definitely solid. He's a solid wide receiver. I just I can't bring myself to draft him over guys like Thielen and Diggs. Okay. Um, these are his fantasy finishes over the last five By the way, you years. can find fantasy finishes on EatSleepFantasy.com. Great plug. Um, last year, no Andrew Luck, 27th. But the couple years before that, 5, 23, 11, and 19. Yeah the four years before that. So we're talking about a guy whose range of outcomes realistically is between the number five receiver and the number 23 receiver. This is in PPR. Um, I think that's a pretty fair assessment. So what, what's the average there? Five and 23, that's 28. Uh, so wide receiver sure. 14, more or less. I think that's the range where he should go. How, wide receiver 14. How, how confident are you in that? Really, like at the end of the day, um, how confident are you with T.Y. Hilton? If I see that Andrew Luck is healthy during the preseason, very. Okay. He's gonna be, he's gonna be a top ten wide receiver if Andrew Luck is indeed. So healthy. if you just happen, if the draft falls, wide, running back, running back, you have no, you have no issues with T.Y. Hilton as your wide receiver one. Okay, None. that's fair. Yeah, that's fair, and that's a very, very good possibility. If you're kind of baited into getting two running backs, but a hundred percent, I'm going to be watching all of the Colts preseason games yeah. and making sure <laughs> to keep track of Andrew Luck looks healthy because For sure. that's there where Luck's value goes, Hilton value I agree. goes. I think they're hand I in hand. I mean, look, Hilton can still produce, just not to that level. Yeah, he's a low end wide receiver two, high end wide receiver three without sure. Luck, but he's a high end wide receiver two. Um, with the potential of cracking wide receiver one territory without okay. him. I mean, with okay. him. <clears throat> All right. Well, Next guy, I think we're going to... Well, I'd really quick, before we do move on, I do. I we talked a little bit about Auction of Champions, uh, them and their website a little bit ago in the opening. I do just want to mention really quick, they are a partner of ours. Um, basically, they're a sports memorabilia auction house. So, you know, if, if you've seen any other kind of auction sites... Basically, they take sports memorabilia, either either their their own or, uh, you know, they can sign with other people and they certify it, make sure everything's 100% certified and, uh, you know, with trusted authenticators. Um, so really cool site. Check, definitely check them out. Auctionofchampions.com. They have, I mean, awesome customer service. I've been talking with them for probably a good month now. Um, super fast shipping. 
everything from football, baseball, basketball, boxing, celebrity stuff. I mean, you name it, they, they'll have it. Uh, they have auctions ending all the time and, uh, they don't charge a buyer's premium, which is awesome. Um, so keep, uh, you know, keep an eye on them. Auctionofchampions.com. Good people. All of our giveaways for probably the next month or so uh, are going to come from that website. So, you know, Le'Veon, uh, Le'Veon Bell, uh, autographed football, um, Kareem Hunt, a helmet. We had a Rudy autographed helmet inscribed with a five foot nothing speech. That was amazing. Uh, amazing. Yeah, yeah amazing giveaway. giveaway. So they have all kinds of really cool stuff. So check it out. Auctionofchampions.com. Do you want to go over some of the stuff? Here's a couple things that I want to say about sure. this real quick. To reiterate, mm-hmm. no, what, it's rare for any auction website to do this. There's no reserves. Oh, yeah, yeah. No reserves for me as a guy when I have ever done auctions at all. That's big because I don't want to be able to you know, go in, win something. I, I think I want something for 50 bucks, and then it says, oh, no, it has to be a minimum of 100 right. Like that's that's uncool. This website doesn't have any reserves. Mm-hmm. That's one. Two, Dale, can you list quickly some of the the giveaways that are coming up? Because I know you mentioned the two helmets we just gave away, and one of the ones that we're going to just some more of the giveaways that we're going to be getting from auction. Yeah, I and mean, so the cool some cool stuff. The Cream Hunt helmet is awesome. The Le'Veon Bell helmet. And I'm sorry, football is awesome. We have a Michael Thomas autographed the Michael Thomas helmet. It's black, and he autographed it in silver, like a silver sharpie. It's sharp looking, man. That's so sexy. even if you're not a Saints fan, it's it'll like it'll look awesome on your mantle. Um, really cool thing too. We have a Marcus Mariota autographed jersey, which is framed and matted. It's it's freaking awesome. It says Titans on it. As it's, it's like a couple of pictures, and then he autographed the the back of the jersey. So the Marcus Mariota. I think we're gonna save that maybe to last. I don't know. I feel like this is like that's like our grand finale, maybe. But um. Yeah, we have some cool stuff coming up. So pay attention to our social media. That's where we're giving it all away if you're interested. And truthfully, we are randomly giving this shit away. So, Yep. Like, yeah, Thank no you, problem. Dan. All right. Back to our ADP versus consensus. Oh, that sounds much better now that I figured yeah, out what to call good. it. That's going to be ADP, the name of the episode, yep. right? ADP v consensus. Down. Are you going to put versus or V? Uh, versus always. V E R S U S. But like court cases are always oh, V. Yeah, that's right. Hmm. So like if they were in court, ADP V consensus. Yeah. Hmm. I'll think about it. Depends what kind of mood I'm in when I'm writing it. You want to talk about jury duty? No, never mind. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. Let's talk about Christian McCaffrey. Did I ever share my jury oh, duty? I have jury duty Let's soon. Talk about... I lost that letter. Oh, crap. Thanks no, for reminding first of me. All, let me tell you, let me tell you what jury duty did to me, okay? So they send me the letter, hey, you have jury duty. Do you know when they schedule it for? The day before my birthday and the day of my launching of my business center. Nice. All right? That's when they scheduled my my jury duty. So I had to figure out, oh, how do I postpone this? You know how you have to postpone it? You have to mail in like the little form with like a letter as to, you know, when you want to postpone it for. And there's only like a set thing. Oh my God. First, first of all, fuck you government. Oof. I shouldn't say that. I'm sorry, no. FBI, if yes. you're listening. Yikes. I took yes. it too We far. are the, the number one listened fantasy football podcast by FBI, FBI agents. Yeah. Because you just said you had a high school wife. <laughs> it's like a trigger. Like, <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Let's move on. I'm sorry. I get a little. I gotta find my. I get letter. a little anti-government. When I did I get a letter for. Our, I don't know when that is. I gotta find that. Shoot. I think it's sometime in September. <laughs> I get a little anti-government when I'm angry. That didn't even make sense. I'm sorry. All right. Let's, Let's go. Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey. This one is a oof for me, Dale. It's an oofer. His ADP right now is 18th overall. Mm-hmm. His expert consensus ranking is 26th overall. This isn't standard. Experts hate him. I think the ECR is too high. Uh, too high? The EC, the ECR, which is eight picks later than the ADP, yeah. is too high. No. Why? Tell me why you hate him. I thought the experts hated him, but you hate him even more. Hate him Dude, even the, more. 113 targets last year. 113. And? I mean, that's that's more than Alvin. And how many rushes did he have? Dude, I'm not worried about rushing. He had a, he had over a hundred rushing. He had over a hundred rushes. I'm not worried. I'm not worried about <laughs> rushes, man. They, they don't matter for a running when back. You, when you have 113 targets, 80 receptions for over 600 yards in your rookie season. People think he's going to be Alvin Kamara again. He's like that's not what he is. He's not. Do I have a white prejudice? Maybe. Is that what he it had is? more. He had more targets than Le'Veon Bell did. How many targets did Duke Johnson have? Duke Johnson had 93 targets last year. Because I feel like he's a glorified... Uh, obviously, I'm taking this too far, right? I'm, I'm extending the argument too far. But I think the spectrum of receive, really good receiving running backs is... Um, he falls somewhere between Kamara and Duke Johnson. But I don't think he is what we saw well, from Kamara huge last range, year. Dude. Which is... <laughs> yeah. But that's where I think that's how people are drafting him because they think he's going to have that kind of production this year, and I don't. Look, with Norv Turner calling the plays and being the offensive coordinator, he's definitely going to turn Cam into a little bit better quarterback. I think they're going to utilize Christian McCaffrey more than a lot of people think, um, like you who rank him really low. I like him at, a, okay. at his position, actually, and I think I would almost agree with ADP. I think consensus is a little too low on him. I mean, you're looking at a guy who was averaging like, I don't know, over eight targets a game. Dude, that's that's right, solid. So let's we're gonna we're gonna dive a little bit more into Christian McCaffrey because I think we have yeah. to right now. Let's assume he plays 16 games. Sure. How many targets does he have? Does that go up or down? He had 113 last I year. I bet you he's right around that same 100, 100, 100 okay. 110 receptions? to 120 receptions. Uh, I would put him at like. 80 to 90. Is that fair? Okay. Okay. Rushing attempts. Rushing attempts. Um, he had 117 attempts last year. Uh, that might be pretty on point. I mean, I don't think he makes a huge jump from last year to this year. Um, I, I think 100 to 120 carries. I know that's kind of a big range, but it's possible. All right, so I'm going to get uh, man Chapman with your fantasy finishes. Chapman, update your sheet. We need it to be in standard as well as PPR. We can't have just standard. I need a little clicky link here. Well, the good thing that helped Christian McCaffrey last year as a rookie was him being involved early on. He didn't 
he didn't get any touchdowns until week five. Um, but okay. he was involved early on, and I think he's going to start off hot, hotter than he did last year. Okay, that's fair. I think he gets 125 rushes. I think he gets 75 receptions. I think he gets six total, six to seven total touchdowns. Okay, and what does that put him at? That puts him at a solid wide receiver too. I'd say that's a, I, I'd say that's an RB. Yeah. Two ish, yeah. at best, but it's a frustrating RB two, and it's definitely not enough work, and it's hugely swung to you get him in PPR and he's a value. But we're talking about standard right here, PPR top ten running back because he's gonna catch seventy five to eighty yeah. balls. He he has a he has a shot to lead the league in in catches as a running back. He's he's in the running. You can't tell me he's not. Fair, okay. that's fine. He was one of three with over 100 targets. One of three running backs with over yeah. 100 targets. So, I can guarantee he was the only one with a 3.7 yards per carry. Look, it, the the offense wasn't centered around him carrying the ball. Okay. Okay. That's fine. How many rushing touchdowns do you think he gets? I think he gets three. He'll have a handful. That's not bad. I mean, with okay. C.J. Anderson now there, too. and I, Cam. Yeah, and Cam. And Cam yeah. Cam is Cam will be good for five or six, and then that's fine. I don't think we're that far. I think um, I think he's a guy that that he really is dependent on what your league format is, and he's gonna. Sh- I'm gonna show a huge difference between my ranking in PPR and Sander because he is a wide receiver that runs the ball, not the other way around. In my opinion, kind of like Alan Kamara. Yeah, basically. You know how they say like uh, this player is Melvin Gordon mm-hmm. Light? He's Alvin Kamara White. Huh. Oh, I like that. I like that. That's, that's pretty good. All right. Let's move on. This is this guy, I like reverse racism. <laughs> uh, Doug Baldwin. I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't have a filter. I'm not good yeah. at this. Who's Doug, next? Doug Baldwin. Doug Baldwin? Yeah. All right. Doug Talk Baldwin. About- Dougie Fresh, yep. Dougie B. His ADP right now is thirty four. The expert, the experts oh, like him better than the ADP. Experts have him at twenty eight overall. Uh, do you agree with the experts or the ADP? Uh, I'm gonna go with the experts here, uh, probably because I am one of them, and probably because this is his finishes in PPR, mind you. In PPR, because Chapman needs to update his sheet over the last three years, 14, 8, and mm-hmm. 10. All right? I imagine that in standard, it's even higher. Okay? Doug Baldwin is my man. And now, we're talking about a team that has to air it out. Their defense isn't as good, and they're going to focus even more on Doug Baldwin because who else are you going to throw it to? Not Brandon Marshall. Hey, Sorry, not? Dale. Brandon Marshall, top 10 wide receiver. Oh God! <laughs> Burned me last year. If he stayed healthy last year, he would have been. He he would have had ten touchdowns. Anyways, <laughs> Doug Baldwin. Uh, Doug Baldwin uh, is a shoe in for a thousand thousand yards receiving next year. Let's say let's say a thousand yes. yards receiving. Just giving you round numbers. Thousand yard receiving and eight touchdowns is definitely possible. And that easily puts him. Anything is possible. That easily puts him as a, you know, wide receiver one slash two. Yeah. 
and you're talking about a guy who is going at, you know, in the third round. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, he's going at the back of the third round, uh, ADP 34. And I think that's great price for back, him. Great price. Back of the him. third, yes. I, I don't mind that. Yeah. Pretty much 1,000 yards and eight touchdowns is his floor. Sure. Give me a give me a couple of wide receivers that are going after him. Do you have that list? Why do you keep doing this to me when you can see my screen and you know I don't have it pulled up? <laughs> I hate you, man. Like I'm shit. What you're shivering? Sh- <laughs> sharing my screen is what I was gonna say. Receivers going after. I think you might flip your opinion here when I say receivers going okay. after, though. Stephon Diggs, Adam Thielen, Tyree Kill, Amari Cooper. Um, I'd rather. Oh, no, hold on. That's in rankings. That's not an okay. ADP. I'm sorry. This is The reason we're doing this is because sure. that's different. In rankings, all those receivers are after. But in ADP, he is behind every single person I just mm, named. That's interesting. Except Amari Cooper. So Amari Cooper, Larry Fitzgerald, Juju Smith-Schuster are the next three receivers after him. Give me Doug yes. Baldwin way over those guys. Agree. 100% agree. And so your ADP, this ADP is whack. If you have Juju Smith Schuster in the same tier as Doug Baldwin, fuck out of here with that. I agree. And um, has him in the conversation with guys like, I I think he needs to be in conversation with guys like Adam Thielen and T.Y. Hill. I agree. I would still take T. Ah, man, that's tough. I think he's right around T.Y. Hilton, maybe. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, T.Y. Hilton and Doug Baldwin should be in the same place but are some of the guys where the adp is i think a little shifted the wrong way so that's why we brought this up look at us doing work get some doug baldwin on your fantasy team guys what are we doing here you know who else you should get on here i'm gonna go draft him right now i'll tell you what uh running back that should be on everybody's roster don't say christian mccaffrey because we're gonna go this is gonna go to fisticuffs (laughs) Alex Collins, his ADP right now is okay, 30. Okay, I see what you did there because that's yeah, the next yeah, guy. Hey, can you still see my yes, screen? Can. Yes, you can. Yeah. I'm sorry. My bad. Shouldn't say that out loud, right? <laughs> it's, you're recording. taking away the magic. Yeah, my bad. It has to be like we're in the same studio. You remember? Anyways. Alex yeah. Collins, his ADP right now is 39th overall. That is criminal. Do you agree? Uh, criminal is a little strong, but I can agree with you that he's probably going a little later than he should be. This is, this is what I mean though. Okay. Alex Collins, ADP fourth round, Mm -hmm. right? I love that. That's dope for me because you know what I do? I take me some Odell Beckham in the first round. I take me some Julio Jones in the second round. And then I follow it up with like a Jordan yeah. Howard in oh, the I third. Or well, he's going in the back of the second, so maybe I not I don't get him, right? I I follow it up with uh let's say I get your boy, right? I get Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. But that's not happening because his ADP is out of whack because it's not anywhere near where my <laughs> rankings are. For less argument's sake, I understand. You're going to get two running backs and one right, of them. For argument's sake, if I was going better somewhere. Okay, this is going to take forever. Okay, let's say I get a Joe Mixon <laughs> sure. in the third, yeah. right? And then I followed up in the fourth round with an Alex Money. Collins. Look, Money. last year, almost 1,000 yards, 
four and a half yards per carry, actually 4.6 yards per carry and six touchdowns. I know that offense isn't great. I don't think we're banking on the Baltimore Ravens offense scoring a lot, but I think Alex Collins is going to be one of the guys that they lean on for offensive production. I I can see Last. it. I can definitely see it. He's not gonna he's not gonna be a guy who's gonna blow you away with the catches. Definitely not. He's the no. he's the opposite yeah. of that. But he is a guy that you know gets the carries. Yeah. These, these are his carries since you know he really took over. Um, he's in double digit carries every single week, and most of those weeks he's getting closer to eighteen to twenty carries, um, which is very rare to no. see in this league. He's a, he was kind of a true workhorse type back once he became their yeah starter. i mean say like by week eight last year he got 18 carries and then basically took off i mean from there he had a 20 18 13 20 16 15 18 12 18 20 he's like their guy yeah that's very consistent 16 to 18 carries. and he had 212 carries on in a year that he really didn't pick it up until week five six seven so um exactly. he's he's gonna be solid I agree. All right, so what's right now his ADP is 39, his expert consensus. ADP is too low. Yeah. I mean, people are not the, buying The expert it. consensus I'm is correct. Uh, more correct, I think I would have him uh, lower than 33, but 39 for his ADP. If you're drafting and you see Alex Collins coming up, you're going to get a value out of him. I promise you. Yep. Almost a 1,000-yard rusher yeah. and really, really played about – 10 to 12 games as yeah. the guy. So I know you can't always extrapolate out the numbers like that over a 16 game season, but I think it's pretty fair to say he's going to be a thousand yard yeah, rusher. I mean, over four and a half yards of carry. Not. And who's his competition? Yeah, I honestly, who is his I mean, competition? You, I can name the other running backs on the team, but <laughs> who's his competition? I mean, Buck Allen or Kenneth Dixon will not will not compete for carries they they will take away uh some of the receptions but we're not banking on what you know he's gonna have 10 15 receptions throughout the year it's not taken away from his value his only competition deal is kenneth dixon who one isn't as talented mm-hmm. as he is just based on what we've actually seen and two can't stay on the fucking yeah. field Already we're talking about in training camp, Kenneth Dixon is already hurt mm-hmm. again. So he does Alex Collins doesn't have any competition, yep. period. Yeah. Let's move on. I'm and, angry. and Kenneth Dixon actually Let's I know he was girl. injured, but he came back around week nine, and that's when they really started leaning on Alex Collins even more when Kenneth Dixon came back. So um yeah. yeah, I'm not worried about it. I don't understand what Seattle did there. They drafted the guy. Didn't keep mm-hmm. him around. and yep. messed up. <clears throat> uh, right. I want to talk really quick, Brito, and maybe you can explain this a little bit better than I can. Let's talk about fantasy football. Let's talk about uh, quarterbacks. It's a good joke. It yeah. When you're looking at ADPs and, and expert consensus rankings, right. they're gonna. I think the quarterback position is going to be. Yeah. It's going to be valued so much different just because of the 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 draft flow of what whoever you're drafting with. When you start to see those runs. Man, you're bad at yes, explaining this. That's why I said maybe you. Okay. Go you ahead. want me to do this? Okay. 
if you look at consensus rankings of quarterbacks, they're always going to be lower. The experts are always going to rank uh, quarterbacks lower than what's going to happen in ADP. Reason being, there's always going to be that guy that takes Aaron Rodgers in the first. There's always going to be that guy that takes Russell Wilson in the, in the first. And so that's going to skew that ADP because you're going to be in leagues, even with some of your league mates, where quarterback has more value um, to in the eyes of your league mates than what they should actually have in fantasy football because there's typically no position scarcity because you only need to fill in one quarterback. And from week to week, there's 32 starters. So there's not as much position scarcity at the quarterback position. There's a lot of guys that you can fill in, but your league mates may not see that. And so when you look at ADP for a lot of quarterbacks, it's going to be much higher. For example, ADP for Aaron Rodgers, 26, expert consensus ranking, 35, right? And as you go further down the list, you're going to see huge differences between ADP for guys like Deshaun Watson versus the consensus ranking, or, you know, just to give an example. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's not to say that Aaron Rodgers is not super talented, not the best quarterback in the league, not a super valuable player, but I can very easily replace the quarterback position on a week to week basis with a Philip Rivers, a Matthew Stafford from week to week and get them so much later in my draft that I don't necessarily have to take Aaron Rodgers there. And so that's why you might see that consensus ranking be a little bit lower for quarterbacks. Yes. Sure. Man, that was so much it's, better than yours. It was very long-winded, and to be honest, I zoned out like after like 10 seconds. Okay, when you go back and listen, <laughs> rewind, listen to it a couple times, feel the power and presence in my yeah. voice, and understand that I'm I'm sorry, I'm being too mean. I was just going to say that I'm better than you, but that's not true. Well, when you were talking, I started, I actually clicked an AdSense banner just to see uh, what they were selling. It was for Uber, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> that, that could have been worse. <laughs> when you were talking, I kind of, you know, pulled out my lighter and burned myself a little bit just to see if I still felt anything. Um, the next guy, I do the, the guy I want to talk about uh, next, the last wide receiver that I want to talk about is Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones is interesting. Are you lighting your triple scented candle right now? No, I was burning myself a little bit to see if right. I felt anything. Uh, for anybody listening, yes, uh, Brito has a triple-scented candle in his office. Uh, what are the scents? Oh, hold on. Time out. Uh, let's talk about this because Dale thinks it's lame to have cinnamon bun, spiced donut, and vanilla caramel candle lighted in my office. I have a home office that I do my work out of. I do my podcast out of, and um, I think my office is awesome. Too and many it's smells. only made better. Too many what? smells. Okay. They're layered. I don't care. It's too many what smells. What do you not understand about three layers? It's way too many smells. Okay, first of all. You don't need donuts don't and cinnamon roll smell at the same time wafting through your office. It smells amazing. You know, I have an office and the lady next to me, uh, she lights those scented candles and it gives me a freaking headache. I can't stand it. I just I, I hate the scented candles, and that's why I try to give you. Is that what you're doing? You're what's that called? Hold on. You're projecting your anger about <laughs> your cubicle mate. Over I don't know, man. I just hate scented candles. Do you have a cubicle at work, or you have no, no, your own office? Oh, <laughs> oh, my stomach's rumbling. Because you lit the candle. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. 
I smell that spiced donut. My body's like, where's it and at? And now it's smelling the birthday cake. And it's like, wait a minute. I'm confused. There's no birthday cake, man. <laughs> Vanilla caramel. Okay. Get it right. All right. Marvin Jones. This is going to be an interesting one here. I, uh, I am so conflicted on Marvin Jones. Maybe you can clear things up. But his expert consensus, why? experts love him way more than ADP. And I can see why. Uh, expert consensus, overall 46. ADP is 58. So you're looking at a 12-spot difference between ADP and experts. Man, uh, I don't find myself drafting Marvin Jones ever at all. Uh, I'll give you a little breakdown of why I'm not crazy. One, I really like Golden Tate, especially in PPR formats. I will take Golden Tate, Golden Tate's value over Marvin Jones' value. The The weird thing about Marvin Jones, okay. it, look, he did very well last year, over 1,100 yards, nine touchdowns. Amazing, right? The weird thing is he had just as many targets the previous two years and played just as many games, but those touchdowns were about half, and the yards were right. two to 300 yards shorter uh, than last year. So he had a very good year, mainly because, uh, if you remember, a couple huge plays that really put him over the top. Um, you know, when, when he has games of, you know, I don't know, 128 yards and in the next game, 100 yards and two touchdowns. He had a couple multiple touchdown games. That's definitely going to help your overall value. The The targets aren't crazy. I mean, ago. really, I mean, he only got double-digit targets three times last year. That's not crazy for a guy who finished so high overall. Two years ago when he came to Detroit, I identified Marvin Jones as a huge value. Because he was going so extremely late, and I thought somebody outside of Golden Tate had to get targets. And he had a decent season, 930 yards. The touchdowns weren't there. Last year, very similar year, 1,100 yards. Um, I think that's very close to where his truth is, about 1,000 yards. But what happens is he goes from four touchdowns to nine touchdowns. So now we've seen four seasons where Marvin Jones has played the full season, or, you know, just shy of because he played 15 games in 2016. But four seasons of Marvin Jones, really. One season where he didn't play any games, but four actual seasons. And we've got 10 touchdowns, four touchdowns, four touchdowns, nine touchdowns. So I think all that we're really wondering here is he's going to be about 105, 110 targets. How many touchdowns does he end up with? How do you feel about the Detroit Lions offense, I don't think much has changed from last year. You got rid of Eric Ebron. Another year in the progression of Kenny Galladay. You bring in a rookie running back. That's all that's really, truly changed, mm-hmm. right? You got carry on there, which I don't think changes too much in that, in that sense. I think he's pretty close to what we saw last year. And even if he's not, even if you take away some of those touchdowns, right? He finished as the number 11 wide receiver last year in PPR. Um, I believe top 10, if, if I'm not mistaken, nine if in standard. Sure. Okay? So we're talking about a guy, you take a little bit of that away. Let's say you just take some touchdowns away. You take away a few yards, because I think he's more of a 1,000-yard receiver than the 1,100 yards that we saw last year. Seven touchdowns. Where do you think that makes him finish? Because I think it's still better than some of the numbers that are being put out there in terms of his consensus or his ADP? Uh, probably. I mean, he's he's probably still a wide receiver too, uh, I'm guessing. I don't have the numbers right in front of me, but I'd guess he's 
but his ADP right now is 58th mm-hmm. overall. Okay. Okay. So let's let's pull up the actual wide receivers sure. right now and let's play this. This, bam! We should have played this or that. Oh, yeah. Dang it. We need to bring that game <laughs> back. All right. So his ADP right now is wide receiver 25. Okay. Um. I'm that's fine. He's I'm going 25. Here's who's he going behind? Alshon Jeffrey. Okay. Um, Josh Gordon. I'm not happy with that one. Golden Tate, who's his teammate, who I think is his better mm-hmm. teammate. So that's fine. Um, and Jarvis Landry. So I'll probably take him over the Cleveland receivers just because I trust that Detroit offense more than I trust the Cleveland offense. Um, and I'll probably take him ahead of the guys, certainly the guys that are going behind him. Uh, Corey Davis. Uh, Michael Crabtree, Chris Hogan. I'm 100% taking him over those guys. So I'm just a couple of slots higher than him on him than the ADP. So I think I'm going to agree with the expert consensus here again. Okay. Um. But not, you know, just because it's closer doesn't mean that it's necessarily a home right, run. Sure. I think he's fine. He's not going to be where he was last year, but I'd just rather have him than some of the other guys in his area, but not all the guys. So in his tier, I don't think he's the best guy in the tier, but I think he's one of the better sure. guys in the tier. Don't expect similar output of of 2017. There's no way he's there's I, no I way he's going to have 1100. Do yards. expect similar, don't expect just quite Is he a 1000 exactly. yard receiver? Yes. Mm. I th- I do not think he gets those touchdowns to nine though. I bet you he's under thousand yards this year. Not much under, but I'll take okay. the under. That's fair. I think he's just yeah. over. All right. Um, by the way, if anybody's counting, that's two baseball references that Brito's made this podcast. Just if anybody's counting. I I don't yep. even know what they the were. The first one I said somebody's no, the run. first one you said he's in the same ballpark. And the second one said he's a home run. <laughs> so, if anybody's counting. Man, I do that a lot because John pointed really? that out too. <laughs> All right. We got two running backs here. That's a slam dunk. We got two running backs here that we could talk about. One, I'm just I'm not interested at all. You're not in, you're not interested in talking about. Hey man, you know what? We put this on the show notes, but fuck it. Let's I know. I mean, we we could talk, but I'm just saying I'm not very interested in them. Yeah. Shot Penny. Just not. Okay. It just doesn't well, float my boat. The experts. Okay. So. Uh, it's not a fish I want to catch. We have another game that's going to come out. And that game is, is uh, coming out, I think, on our next okay. episode. Um, in which we reveal some of the truths versus lies of what's going on in. And I, I'm not going to reveal exactly what we're doing. But what's going on in training camp and what's going on in preseason so far. Um, Rashad Penny is a very interesting one because they're hyping up Chris Carson and you seem like you're the type of guy that's worrying now about Penny maybe. Look, I never liked Penny. They drafted him in the first round. Crazy. It's really rare for a first round running back to bust Uh, these days. uh, I don't think he is O-line proof. I mean, I listened to Steve and John on the Dynasty episodes talk a lot about Penny, talking about the the issues he has with pass protection. He always has had issues with really dealing with that, especially now in the NFL. It doesn't seem like he is 
completely getting it. Reports are that he's not. And that definitely has me worried because Seattle, uh, they need help with in pass protection especially. And if you can't help block for Russell Wilson, you're not going to be on the field much. And if Chris Carson will, then uh, then that's who's going to take the spot and that's who's going to get more snaps. All right. Here's here's my opinion on Rashard Penny. Yes. You ready for it? Chris Carson is the best thing that could happen to Rashard Penny's value. Because if Chris Carson, if they come out and name Chris Carson the starter for week one, and I know we've talked about that, I think Chris Carson might potentially be a value because I've already drafted him. Super late. He's, he's, he's already climbed in ADP, sure. right? The value is starting to not be valuable anymore on Chris Carson. But Penny keeps dropping and dropping and dropping and dropping. And we've seen... RB1, or RB's drafted in the first round year after year after year. Be productive. The Seahawks did not waste a first-round pick on a running back for no reason. Okay? If Chris Carson is named the starter at some point in this preseason, I'm grabbing Rashad Penny in every single fucking one of my leagues because his value is going to is, – his ADP is going to plummet, and I'm going to get an extreme value on a guy who's going to finish – 100% guaranteed. Sure. I mean, look, two. everybody has a price. I get that. You don't need to tell us that. Okay, Rashad Penny will finish as an RB2 this year. Disagree. I I I'm I'm not making a uh I'm just I'm just making a fact. <laughs> it's this not is a fact. fact. I've it, seen into it, the future. Why would you why tell me why? Because the Seahawks believe in him enough and he is talented enough. And he will get enough of volume and enough production to and be an RB2. garbage analysis. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> See what I did there? I also agreed with you Damn, and used the yeah, word enough. Yeah. <laughs> you got me, and I can argue with you anymore. <laughs> uh, okay. I don't know. Uh, Rashad Penny, he just, he's not going to get on the field enough. I agree. Yes, if... <laughs> We can't stop saying enough. <laughs> if he gets, I mean, his ADP right now is at 47. His expert consensus is at 58. So experts have a little bit more of a um, a feel on him not doing as well as his ADP. But if if for some reason Chris Carson is announced a starter and he's going to start, I imagine his ADP and ECR is going to drop. And if it drops to, I don't know, maybe in the sixties, in the, in the high sixties, I could see you, uh, I could see you drafting him at somewhat of a value because maybe mid season, he does get the rollback and you drafted him in the, what, I don't know, fifth, sixth round and you're stashing and, okay. and you're stashing a, uh, a starting running back. That's okay. Here's, here's what's going on. Okay, with tell me what's going on. Uh, a couple weeks ago, his, his ECR, his re- expert ranking, was 44th overall. Now all this crap about Chris Carson and maybe he's banged up. His ECR now, 56. Okay? His ADP will soon follow that same trend. Okay. All right? Already, Ryan Scheinheimer's come out and said Penny's been improving in pass protection. But there's so much noise coming out that Chris Carson is going to be the starter. That's what happens when teams already have a guy on their team and they have a rookie. They name- you know what happens? A team that drafts a running back in the first round, of course they're not going to say, hey, we made a huge mistake. They're going to say, yeah, he's getting better. He's getting better day by day. But that's my point. They're not going to say, hey, we made a huge mistake. They're going to fucking <laughs> run Rashad Penny into Maybe. the ground. Maybe. 
Maybe I just ruined my Thanks, whole man. argument. You made yeah. my point for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I agree with you. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I would like to take just like 15 seconds to make a quick addendum to everything that I just said about Rashad Penny. Um, came out after midnight this morning uh, that Rashad Penny suffered a hand injury, including a broken finger. Um, I'm not sure how that's going to change my opinion. There's still a lot to be heard. But man, I just spent like 15 minutes ranting on why I want the guy this year. And then he breaks his hand. Typical burrito. Uh, let's talk about Rex Burkhead. Uh, his. By the way, if you told me that I needed to play devil's advocate and argue for Chris <laughs> Carson, I could do that too. <laughs> but I do feel pretty strongly it's going to be ugly and it's going to take a couple weeks. Eventually, Penny will be the guy and he will be eventually good. a good stash. I'll, I'll give you that. And, but yeah, but the pro- problem is. Are you willing to right. wait for it? Okay. You know who you can start in the meantime? Who? Rex Burkhead, ADP 77 and expert consensus 67. He's a guy that the experts believe in. The ADP is slowly rising on, but I am willing to bet that this ADP is skewed by players who are taking him early, and there's still so many drafts in which you can get Burkhead at an extreme value. Um, Sonny Michel, hurt right now, had his knee drained a, a week and a half ago. Uh, we don't know when he'll be ready, if he will be ready for se- the season opener. Um, I I don't know what to feel about Burkhead. I think he's going to be productive, but it's the Patriots, yes. man. Yeah, What's no, you? exactly. I mean, James White is still there. Very productive running back. Uh, no, he's going to be gone. You think so? I'm kidding. No, he'll be there. It's fine. The, the Patriots are actually probably going to keep four yeah, running backs. I would imagine so. They're, they're, they're probably still going to keep Gillisley, and they're going to probably cut Jeremy uh, Hill. That's what, it's, that's what it's looking yeah, like. Yeah, they, they actually have Jeremy yeah. Hill on their yeah. roster as well, right, in case right. you're wondering. Uh, you know, Rex Burkhead, as a talent, and if he was the only person, if he, he – I don't know what I'm going to say here. Basically, he's playing on the New England Patriots, and – Good luck finding the week that he's going to produce fantasy-wise for you. Um, I don't know these numbers off the top of my head, but the average um, fantasy points and yards per route mm-hmm. run, um, Alvin Kamara was first in the league last year, and I'm, if I'm not mistaken, Rex Burkhead yeah. was second. You can, I mean, if somebody wants to quote me on that, I... I Here's a Looked stat. Up earlier Here's a this stat. Off season, but he scored the same amount of touchdowns as Lashawn McCoy on 250 fewer touches. That's cool. <laughs> That's uh, the difference in having a good offense. Well, he only had, uh, yeah, he had eight total touchdowns last year, uh, which is nothing to shake your head at. He is definitely valuable, but when you're talking about, do you shake your head at stuff? Constantly? Uh, no, it's just something that white people say. Lies. You do to you. Uh, wow, you did it. To my cat, uh, my candle. Yeah, that's true. You did it to my fantasy argument for mm-hmm. Rashad Penny. You shake your head mm-hmm. at everything. Yeah, that's true. I bet you your phone when you type in S, the first thing that comes up on the little suggestive predictive text is mm-hmm. MH. Definitely every time. 
with a little emoji, like with the fist face palm. Anyways, uh, Rex Burkhead didn't really get going last year until like week ten or so. Um, but even then, it's he's so sporadic. He's not. He doesn't have a huge amount of uh, average uh, rushing yards per attempt. He's just kind of middle of the road. I mean, he's going to get opportunity because he plays on the Patriots and he has a very specific skill set that helps the Patriots win. And that's what he's going to be used for. And uh, when he scores those two or three touchdowns in some cases, we're not going to know when that happens. So, um, do you feel he's, good? He's about- a good football player, not good enough for fantasy for me. No, Julian Edelman for four games. The potential that Sonny Michelle misses some time. And it seems pretty clear cut that they have two running backs that they greatly favor and then two other guys that they just plan on mm-hmm. mixing in as the season goes along in in White and Gillisley. Um Dude Do you no. like Burkhead for no, the start I don't. of the season? Hey, look. Not even for the first Look, four years. He has potential. You remember uh, Mike Gillisley coming out game one, scoring what it was, two or three touchdowns, whatever it was last year. Um, he, he has that potential for sure. But are you going to bet a starting roster spot on Rex Burkhead? Even, even not even just rostering him. When do you play him? I mean, right. yeah. I'm going to agree with you for one reason, one reason only. I would never feel confident with Burkhead as my RB2, like, good about starting him yeah. that week. I would feel like, man, this could be mm-hmm. great, but it could also be a yeah. stinker. However, that being said, on daily, week one, FanDuel, DraftKings, all those places that have already released their lineups and didn't take into account Sonny Michelle injury because their lineups came out before that, Rex Burkhead might be the steal of the century for the first couple of weeks if Michelle's out and and Edelman is out. Uh, in daily, it's a different story. I agree. I think he can hit a home run for you. That's three. Yep. All right. No, that was no, you. Three total. <laughs> I just said, yep. You agreed, so that counts as one. All right. No, man. You sh- you, uh, you know what? We, did th- we went through the whole episode. That's we three. didn't even tease Music Box. People don't oh, even know well, what. I said yeah, the but they don't know thing. what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to? No. Let's just, uh, guys. At the end of this episode, I got a weird song for you. Um, I want to play it because it's oddly erotic. So I wanted to play it. Is it erotic? Maybe I didn't listen to it. Yeah. Why? You didn't watch oh, the video. Well, the video, no. Uh, well, no, I did watch a little bit of the video, and I could see why you would say that. Yeah. Mm. All right. All right. I got you. Mm. <laughs> all right uh that wraps up our adp versus consensus uh adp v well let's just make a decision now is it gonna be v or versus just make it okay. versus v is pretentious yeah it is right we're not pretentious yeah, here you're right you're right yeah okay yeah. It, v it is um all right guys well thanks for joining us again if you want to find us on the internet you can find us at eatsleepfantasy.com Click the little subscribe button if you want to be part of Eat Nation. Really fun stuff there. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And, uh, oh, you know what's really cool, by the way? If you go to our website and go to the podcast, and if you can listen to our podcast through our website, but the coolest thing is, that's well, you, there's a search it. feature. So you can, like, search through the season, like through the off season and 
look for stuff. So you, if you want to look through mock, just type in mock in the search, and it'll pull up all the episodes that we mocked in. That's I like fancy. it. Um, but we're not good enough um, for that. Some of the running backs going around Rex Burkhead. I'm just kidding, man. <laughs> all right, for Christian Brito, I'm Dale. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you guys later.
bars My milkshake brings all the boys to the farm And they're like, it's better than yours Damn right, it's better than yours I could treat you, but I have to charge